Oh my goodness gracious, spacious, bodacious. You listen to me talk about the history of tattoos in the NBA to elaborate further. A woman who is no stranger to a tattoo, former tattoo technician to the vice president, a visionary, a hero, a beacon of hope in several industries, some of which involve entertainment. A producer at Bleach Report, the producer at Bleach Report. I don't want to, I don't care what Ted Turner says. She might have been heavily involved in a little project called Sneak This. You can watch it on YouTube right now uh, at BR Kicks, et cetera, et cetera. Please clap your hands, stop your car on the highway. Give it up for Rachel Roderman, everybody. Most people don't know that Kamala Harris has a tattoo that I did. So I'm glad that people can finally, finally have that fact. Nice. A big, <laughs> a Tweety Bird right under her eyelids. Yeah, we had a, it's always painted out, so you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. I have to say, in preparation for this tattoo conversation, which literally started with an email that had the word tattoos in it, my algorithm on every single platform is now serving me thousands of tattoo posts. So thank you. Really? Oh yeah, it knows. Yo. They're reading, they're reading in there. Why I would love my shit to be tattoos. I'm st- I just get like uh people dipping seafood in things. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. I think you just have to search the word tattoo one time and the next like 6 weeks all you're going to get is tattoo content. Well, let me tell you, I never searched fried salmon. Now every day <laughs> I open my Instagram a guy is deep frying salmon and dipping it in some sort of roumelade sauce. That's a very specific type of content. I don't know. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes R and B is playing in the background. <laughs> Sexy seafood. All right. I'm not kidding. I'm just look. We're going to keep talking, and if I see it on my Discover page, I'm showing you. And I know that the people listening can't see that, but just write in if you know what I'm talking about. Send a tweet about it. You don't even have to tag nobody. Just show you to understand. That's special. That's the pre- maybe the best use of the internet. Who knows? Now I'm going to get that mm-hmm. too. My phone is right here. It's hearing me talk about Yo, <laughs> seafood and dipping though. sauce. So now that's what I'm going to get. It's always seafood. It's always dipping sauce. There's always a beat playing. Sometimes <laughs> it's R&B. Sometimes it's not. I swear uh, to God. That's funny. Uh, I don't have any tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? I feel like that's important before we get deeper into what's about to happen. I have no tattoos, but I am of the belief that if I got one tattoo, I would never be able to stop. That I think like as soon as I got one, I'm like, well, I've already dented the car. Like, let's just go wild. Yeah. uh, The same thing happened with every car I've owned and the amount of jerseys I have in my closet. I bought one jersey. Now I need them all. And you just go. Yeah. I got to get every team. It's a habit that I am worried that I would like a lot. So I have stopped. Uh, I usually end up getting an ear piercing when I think I should get maybe get a tattoo. Okay. Oh, have you done the whole? I have seven ear piercings. In one ear? No, three on on each and then four on, on one. Them. Just an extra one. Just an extra one on the top. To show which hand you are? Is it on your dominant hand? It's on my non-phone side. When we used to hold phones up to our heads, I guess I'd always hold my phone on the right. So I got my earring, my like upper ear earring on the left. So I wouldn't have to like crush a phone to it. Damn, I forgot about phones. About phones on your head. We used to have to hold it. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, you're crazy. Yo, have you... I okay. I recently fixed my. I had an iPhone four, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that I loved. It's my baby. Vintage. I have a bunch of music trapped on this iPhone 4. And no cord? I got a cord, but the cord doesn't work in anything <laughs> else. I don't know how to extract the music from the phone, but I tried to, I put the speaker up to my ear and couldn't hear anything. What? Yeah, just to see. Like I like I played a song and, you know, like the the headphones wasn't in and it was like, it was like Keith Sweat was whispering to me. It was, I couldn't believe that that was the, like, that was the standard. That was the standard. Of, oh, yeah. We were working. Uh, do that. Don't, don't look at the photos on that phone too. That's some pixelated, some pixelated nostalgia back there. Five megapixels used to mean something. Right. Oh, we used to have memory cards that I feel like a one gigabyte memory card was like the size of a computer. <laughs> I was like, well, I can only take 13 pictures at this party, so I hope everyone's ready to pose. (laughs) (laughs) Were you giving people a countdown on how many pics you had available at the party? Oh, I was deleting the bad ones as it goes. You had to. You had to. The the life we lived. Man, goddamn. I feel, you know what? Tie in, segue. I think tattoos are the only thing left from the past. It's that's so interesting that you go to the past because I was thinking and it's probably again my algorithm. I was like, maybe tattoos are the original NFT. That's like the thing that you own. You're like, you're the only one that has the original one. They're they're an artifact and a future artifact at the same time. I thought the um, the puzzle in the back of Highlights magazine. I thought those was NFTs. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Sure. Goofus and Gallant. Those are two separate NFTs. Yeah, I think we have to define NFT now. But it's very possible. Yeah. What is not an NFT these days? Maybe everything. That's true. That's true. This beanie I'm wearing is an NFT. Mm-hmm. This podcast is an NFT. The podcast for sure. Oh, yeah. No. The value we're creating. Two N's, three F's, four T's. Yeah. Three T's because tattoo. I know you don't have any tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. We work together on a show about sneakers. We probably should have talked about sneakers instead, but who cares? Uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever been to a tattoo party? I When I think of, about Rachel Roderman, I think at every party might be at Kanye's house right now. A tattoo party like everyone gets a tattoo at the party. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. I don't think I have. I don't think I have. I feel like just by my sheer distance to Brooklyn, I've been to like those self-poke tattoo parties like where. Oh, yeah. They're like the small ones that people are just like dipping ink, like needles and ink, and they're giving themselves those tiny tattoos. I know that happens a lot. I don't think I've ever been to one, but I know people that have have done them. But I don't have a ton of exposure to uh, my like friend group doesn't have a ton of tattoos. But then also I know people that are like fully sleeved. It's like one or the other. I don't know, like the casual person that just has one or two. Yeah, that's all gone. Uh, Yeah, you got to get your whole you got to get your knees tatted if you want to be cool. That's probably be my first. Honestly, yo, I just figured it out. My first tattoo, a spider web on my knee. That's a cool idea. I always wanted one on my foot. And I talked to a tattoo artist that said that your feet and your hands, the skin on your feet and your your hands regenerate so fast that it's not really great to get tattoos there because it just goes away. And I was like, that's kind of sounds ideal to me. That's true. Because that's my issue with tattoos in general. It's like, hey, I got a tattoo for you. It's called a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Let's switch up. It doesn't have to be forever. I just never figured out, like, what could I put on my body permanently? 
Yeah, forever. I don't know that I've ever done anything that I haven't regretted at some. I've been like, oh, you know what? I should have said something differently. I should have done something differently. Let's maybe go back and change it all. Tattoos are very permanent. I don't love that. I'm going to get a tattoo. I just figured it out. Okay. Scrap. Okay. After the spider web, I'm getting a tattoo of Russ. Remember when Russ wore the um, 70s looking, sh- the, the yellow top with the scarf, with the, mm-hmm. with the Absolutely. ascot? I'm going to get that tatted. And then I'm going to get Don Knotts wearing the same outfit. Because that was basically, he jocked Don Knotts from Three's Company. So you'd go, I feel like there's like all these different categories of tattoos. There's people that get like full realistic portraits. Yeah where it looks like a photograph has been laid onto them. Then there's the people that get like big words or like Chinese characters or like going yeah. for, you can read, read their body. And then there's like the total abstract world. Yeah. Just like so you go full art. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a puzzle. Realistic portrait. Oh my God. You have to like, you have to do some research. You have to Google image reverse search. What's on me just to even begin to understand like, or words would be tight. Like what if I put like the whole, the, the script from Friday on my back in old English, In old English that, yeah, I think that that would be very cool. You'd have to stand around while someone read the entire thing every time they wanted to see your tattoo. Uh, that's not an issue. Uh, <laughs> I, I throw a pool party every day. You have the time. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing but time. I have nowhere to be. Uh, you know, okay, so there's certain styles of tattoos. There's certain people who get tattoos. Hoopers are high on the list. I think in my life, the first people with tattoos was the guys who was good on the basketball team. It wasn't the mm. guy who rode the bench. It was the dude who clearly felt he had a shot at a scholarship or even making the league. That is the only person who could convince their mom to let them get a tattoo. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, basketball players in general make sense to me because if you're wearing a tank top every day, as that's your outfit, you got to do something with those arms. You know, like you got you got to. That's true. And it's not like football where you could wear sleeves. You can't throw an underarm or armor on it. That's everybody no, you don't want to be the weird. loser. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be the loser wearing like the long tights and the long sleeves under your tank top and shorts. Might as well just make your own. God, that would be me. You do what you got to do. I mean, come on. But yeah, that makes sense to me. They have, I mean, they most of them have great arms. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't they get? You want to showcase the arms. You want to let everybody, you know, you love basketball or your mom or the Lord. Or one thing you saw one time. (laughs) Or yeah. Or one thing you saw one time. But usually if it's a Hooper, it's like, here's me on my arm, uh, a basketball being held up by a cross. There is a shining light behind both of them, and there is a dove going across the basketball. And then yeah. underneath, it says, uh, jump shots are my savior. I think maybe we should stop this and you go get that right now. I mean, dog, I've already, I got three in the bank that I'm definitely getting as soon as I, I got a dude. It's a dude doing tats right outside on the street at the bus station. That sounds like the most legit place to get it. So I, I support it fully. So either you are a hooper for Christ, opposite, you are a hooper from hell. There's mm. a lot of people with tattoos that are like, it's a, it's a demonic. There's the That's grip. probably like the, the Rodman argument is like, yeah. he's doing this because he's bad. Yeah, I'm a bad boy. 
But then sometimes it don't even be bad boys. Like Jordan Farmar has a tattoo of the Grim Reaper holding a basketball. Jordan hey. Farmar looks like the sweetest. He looks like he dated every character in Living Single at some point. Just a sweetie. <laughs> hey, the Grim Reaper is allowed to ball too. That's true. Basketball daughter. don't stop. Basketball doesn't stop even in the afterlife. Even at the River Sticks, who wins? Okay, all the money on the line. Okay. Live, live on Triller pay per view. Jesus versus the Grim Reaper one on one. Who you got, Rachel Roderick? I mean, just assuming that the Grim Reaper has to wear, you know, his long cloak oh, they're both, and they're have both, that thing. They're both in cloaks. They're both in cloaks. Okay, because Jesus like the white lint, the long yeah. linen too. <sighs> I would have to say um, Jesus, just because it seems like he maybe has like a more positive mindset, and that takes you really far in sports. That's true. You, you he's not like the Grim Reaper could go up four points in a game to eleven, and mm-hmm. Jesus is just going to be like, you know what? I just got to get a couple stops, a couple rebounds. Yeah, this is this is about me. This is about getting in the right mindset. I'm going to go do it. That's it. I mean, that's a celebrity death match. We'll do that on an episode of The Portal. That's like what we do, right? That's pretty good. I like that. I'm claiming a tie. <laughs> tie is probably more realistic and a safer bet. Yeah. Game ends in a tie when Jesus convinces the Grim Reaper to chill out. Mm. There you go. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, Speaking of important figures in history... (laughs) Alan Iverson comes up a lot in this podcast. I'd first like to apologize to the listeners for my Alan Iverson impression. It's good for a couple lines. And then I start to sound like Lil Wayne. Then I start to sound like a guy from a Lil Wayne skit on the Carter one. It just really starts to devolve as the impression goes on. But I wanted to the be beginning the did person. the beginning did have me, and I I was wondering what this clip was being pulled from. Exactly, and then I, I figured out it wasn't. Yeah, I I'm not great at actually. I take that back. I'm really good at impressions, but not for a long time. I can do like two sentences of anybody, but like once I gotta keep doing it, the shit falls apart. I just wanted to be the first person to attempt an Allen Iverson impression. I don't think mm. I've seen it done. Everybody's got a shack. But who's got an AI? True. He, I mean, that's a perfect embodiment of him. He's impossible to replicate, right? He is impossible to replicate. He also, it kind of sounds like he might start crying sometimes. That's the key to the impression. He's got like a lot of 
he's got a lot of vocal fry in there. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, a lot of long nights in the gym, just life, just living. Um, I'm always happy to talk about AI. What a, what a, what, I can't think of a more important man. Is Allen Iverson is the most important person in NBA culture. Like, maybe not necessarily the game, because he didn't bring, like, the Eurostep or, um, you know, he's not like a ref who makes bad calls. But, like, the culture, what we see, how the players look, that's Allen Iverson. Yeah. Yeah, we interviewed him in October, beginning of October, and had that exact conversation, which was great. And I mean, he acknowledges that. He's like, if I existed, if everybody that played now did what they did, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, everybody would have probably been arrested and and kicked out of the league. It just wasn't the way. Like he recalled like being on the cover of, I can't remember what magazine, but saying that all of his tattoos got airbrushed off the cover. Oh, the Hoops, it's like, Hoops magazine. You know, Hoops magazine. Hoops magazine, exactly. Christmas, crazy. You know, Jacket. so it was like, you can't take, I think what he said, which I really liked, was like, they wanted to take the part of me that they liked, and they didn't want to take the part of me that they didn't like. But he's only one person, so you have to either accept me or you don't accept me. And if you want to make money off of my likeness, you want me to be the face of this league, then you need to accept me for my cornrows and my tracksuits and my tattoos just as much as, as everything else. In terms of uh, the corporate world, there is such a thing as being too black in public. Allen Iverson <laughs> has been accused of this many times, and it was very unfair. I mean, first off, Absolutely. I, I thought the raps was good. I thought his tattoos was classy. They was tasteful. His, t- his cornrows was always together. It'd be cra- it's not like his joints was looking crazy. He was getting them things done. Yeah. Like every week, it felt like. Absolutely. I mean, he said that he was getting his cornrows done because people were messing up his hair on the road. And it was just easier for him to like look put together if he had his hair and cornrows. That's fair. I understand that, too. Yeah. It's hard to get a good haircut. He's like, I wasn't trying to offend everybody. <laughs> it's just I just couldn't find a barber. I just can't find a barber anywhere. He probably went to Milwaukee and somebody tried to push his hairline back. And he was like, dude, what the hell is this? You got me looking like, oh, man, I, oh, dude, I was about to make a political. Who's that? Dude? The, the, <laughs> the black dude who ran for president out of Maryland, uh, Michael something. Remember, it was an old dude. He had his hairline back here. Like. It was like it was like it was like comical hairline. You know, what I mean, it was like uh, like it was LeBron like, hairline. Yeah, like the Jeffersons, like but back, like <laughs> back, back. But anyway, yeah. So I, that, I, you know what, Dag, um, and to the barbers of America, we're sorry. Haircut, <laughs> yeah, or step up the game. Yeah, figure it out, man. Just uh, don't just don't do it wrong, and don't put that fake stuff in my hair. Rachel, I don't think you have this problem. Here's a problem with uh, black dudes getting haircuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm not black. Thank you for confirming that live on the they air. Can't see it. Huge. Uh, okay, so <laughs> my hairline, it's not perfect. It's not like uh, it's not like Steve Harvey in the '90s where it's a perfect. It's not like Jalen Rose surgically implanted hairline. And nowadays, these barbers take the liberty. Of putting like hair dye on your hairline. I've seen that. I've no. gotten those. I've gotten those TikTok videos too. For some reason, like a lot of barber videos. 
and I would like to defend LeBron James here. Barbers will do that stuff without your permission. Can confirm. Have me looking like Big Poppy. <laughs> I want to be me. Absolutely. I mean, I think when you think of, okay, so he was saying like, they, you know, they want my hair to look like this. They want me to wear suits instead of sweatsuits that are tracksuits that are worth four times what the suits are that they want me to wear. You know, like he was projecting a different version and using his money in a different way of being like, I am wealthy. I am famous. This is how I want to look. And they weren't comfortable with that. Right. So I feel like tattoos, even though people were facing, like, we're going to airbrush this off of you. It feels like tattoos. If it's on your body, no one can really control. I mean, sure. They can try and airbrush it. It's going to end up being more of a, thing that you're going to have to talk about and reveal that you're a publisher that airbrushes tattoos off of people or something like that, which is going to cause its own conflicts other places. But like tattoos on your body, you can, no one can control that, but you, so it's such like a, a power move to be like, I'm going to, I control my body. I'm going to put whatever I want on it. And you can't do anything about it. I'm going to put Sylvester the cat from the Looney Tunes right on my body. I'm going to put yeah. every emoji on my body. Yeah, I'm going to J.R. Smith. I'm going to put Supreme on my body and, they got so mad. Do you remember that? Yeah. The, uh, the JR Supreme tattoo is an all-timer. I hope Supreme paid him a lot of money to get that done. Me too. Me too. Or maybe he's just like, you know, I love the brand, whatever. Which would be there's insane. Definitely, there's definitely people that have Nike swooshes. Yeah, that's true. And Nike and Jordan, is not they breaking have Jumpman. Yeah. And, like, uh, they all have it. Shout out to Marching Gortat, who has a fat Jordan. He has an overweight. <laughs> it's Jordan... You know, if he had a couple extra hoagies. I feel like your skin will naturally do that. It might. That like might have been what happened. about to get extra fat. <laughs> yeah. He's just, and it's like on his calf, I think. So he probably just started doing some, some extra calf raises and that thing stretched. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mello has a WB tattoo. Uh, uh, you know, my guy, I have my, my research guys, uh, Adam Freeland, shout out. WB tattoo. Kenya Martin with the lips. I thought when I was looking at a whole bunch of people last night that <laughs> you'll appreciate this, that I was like, does Katie have a Walgreens tattoo? But it's the, <laughs> it's just it's a the national. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa, my man loves the corner of happy and healthy. I was like, we don't even got Walgreens <laughs> in DC like that. It's like Rite Aid, CVS. Ah, it's so funny. What brand would I get tattooed on me? Yeah, if you had to pick one. If I had to pick one, I'd get the Air Max logo, speaking of Nike. But like the 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 TN one, you know, the Tuned Air logo, mm-hmm. I, I'd get that. Or or I'd get Wawa. I would get the Wawa logo tattooed, tattooed on me. Wawa. I feel like, yeah, places like that are the, the real nostalgia factor. Like there was a sub shop by my house growing up called Tasty Sub that was like, the place that you went whenever you went back home, I would probably get a Tasty Sub tattoo. Tasty Sub offers you 450K to get it tatted on your face. Face? Zero. But no, just like a little teardrop, but it just says Tasty Sub instead when you look a little, close. A little teardrop that's a sub. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what's up? 450K. I mean, if I could find a really good foundation that I could cover it up, no question, maybe, but. Would I be allowed to get it removed once I got it? All right, that works. Okay, then yeah, why not? Also, like to uh, print a retraction. I know these are words and it's not in print. Jordan Farmar's tattoo, it looks like 
it's his it's him and a little boy. It's not the Grim Reaper. It's just a really lo-fi image on my phone. This is <laughs> I downloaded this image in 2007. Apologies to Jordan Farmer. It's uh, from your iPhone 4. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite things about tattoos, well, I mean, the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s was like prime Chinese character tattoo. Oh, for sure. So I was looking at all the players that had uh, their different Chinese characters. And there's a woman on TikTok that is Chinese that goes over them and tells you what they actually mean and then kind of hypothesize why she thinks she got them, why they got them during that specific time. And the only person that I could find that had had something that was either a typo or was wrong was Steven Jackson. And they like added an extra line. So it's just a design. Like it's not a word at all. Yep. Yeah. That makes it, that works for me. I forget what it was supposed to be, but she's like, it is not that. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Steven Jackson is a legend and deserves a, a six part series of NBA story times. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's stood up women at the altar. He's coached basketball games in a Kofi. Uh, he is an NBA story time, all timer. And we do love you. Steven Jackson. Absolutely. Uh, I would also like to thank the white men in NBA history with tattoos for helping change the narrative. It's like, remember when uh, John Wall was uh, asking Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to speak up about systemic racism? Well, <laughs> Luke Walton put the team on his back with his little freaky, um, he's got like some basketball nomads on his arm. There's just a lot of guys who got tattoos after Kobe and AI. And I think the league had to let things go. If white guys are going to get tattooed, what are we going to do? Yeah, absolutely. Although I think like the last thing, I mean, like Kevin Love doesn't have any tattoos. Like there's some guys that are just like these pure, these pure little angels that are like, I can't, I can't do it. Like they, I think they probably look and they're like, I just love Michael Jordan too much. I could never do this. I could never do it. And then some guys, you know, there's some, I wonder if he's got a secret one like Reggie Miller. Hmm. What if he has a sun tattooed around his belly button like Reggie Miller? <laughs> a little back tat? Yeah. I, I was I did see a video about um Kelly Uber who I think has some of the best like he kind of has like a tattoo shawl. Mm-hmm. Like it's just over the shoulders and down his arms. And he got his chest one and then he was like, "Man, that hurt way too much. I can't do it. I can't go down to my stomach." Like he wanted he his intention was to go all the way down to his waist and then he was like, "I'm I can't." Yeah. Which made um, me feel better. I couldn't do that either. Yeah. Why, I mean, it's just like you're volunteering for hours. Oh, yeah. Agonizing pain. And then don't try to get it colored in. I'm not. Yeah. I don't like I don't love the Birdman like colorful tattoos, which I feel like is like mostly white people only get their tattoos. Oh, yeah. Because when you're black, you don't. The color doesn't matter. You can't. I mean, I think everyone agrees tattoos look much cooler on black skin than white skin. A whole sleeve on a white arm is not a looking. It does immediately make you look like you're in a prison gang. Yeah, it's a little Yeah, it's a a lot to take in. That's fair. That's true. That's true. Do you have a favorite tattoo in the current NBA? Do you have a current, as as we land this plane? I looked at so many. That they just kind of started to blend together. Well, they're also, there's like all different kinds of I think like the placement for me is more mm. is what like makes it more of a favorite than I don't know if I've okay. seen art that I'm like, oh. I would get it. Well, let me ask but you I, this. Let's revise yeah. the question. Favorite tattoo placement, Rachel Spot? Rodeman. 
Yeah. Um, I really, I think that like the side of the ribs is a really cool place. Like when they kind of mm-hmm. like, I think the joints is really cool. Like elbows, shoulders, knees, your spider web. Yeah. Yeah. Tattoo. That's what I'm saying. Hmm, favorite one. What's your favorite one in the whole league right now? There's so many and they all kind of, all the, everyone has so many that they're all, they all are melding together as one giant body tattoo. Yeah, well, honorable mention, uh, my favorite of all time is Nikola Pakovic, formerly of the Minnesota Timberwolves. He has a knight. He has a old school, like, Crusades era knight. That's fancy. Big as hell. And I think he also, he probably he might have like a bear popping out of his back. Mm-hmm. Nah, Pekovic was crazy. That Dwight dude. Howard has a very pretty lion, like a Lion King lion. John Wall has his mom tatted on his neck. That's my favorite. That's a good one. That's commitment. Honorable mention to everyone who has Martin Luther King on their body as well. Uh, Several of those uh, and everyone else who has the Joker on their body. Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of brands, Kuzma has Ford. Has a big Ford logo. I don't know if I'd put Ford on. He's built Ford tough. He is built Ford tough. Wow. I'm actually, I'm a Chevrolet guy. If I'm being really real, but he is built for tough. I think now I want, I'm going to, all day, I'm going to think about what tattoo I'm going to get. Well, you're getting tasty subs. We already have tasty stuff. We have you locked in for tasty subs. I too have thought about a foot tattoo because I wanted everybody to think I was freaky. All the mm. freaky girls in Woodbridge, Virginia used to have the foot tattoos. Really? Yeah, it was a thing. Interesting. All the yeah. freaky girls in Jersey would have thigh tattoos. Regions. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, take up the whole thigh. That's fair. Yeah, true. I do. When I do think of Jersey, I do think of a girl with a tiger, big as hell on her thigh, and she's scaring thigh. the shit out of me. I'm I've getting yelled at. Seen her. I'm like, I'm like at a bar, being asked to move very forcefully by a woman with a life size tiger on her thigh. Well, I think if I ever find myself at a tattoo party and you're there. This is an agreement that we have to do it. That's a deal. You can pick mine and I'll pick yours. That sounds good. And we don't have to hold hands when we get the tattoo, but if it hurts, I might. Yeah, my hand will be there. Thank you so much. (laughs) Rachel Roderman, folks, you can find her at Charles Barkley's house. I'll be there. I don't know why, but I'll be there. I should let him know I'm coming. Yeah, that'd probably be for the best. <laughs> but thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Jamel. Thanks for listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in Rexpecs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Devin Shepard is our associate producer and the only one who makes sure we all get on the bus on time. Thank you, Devin. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. Got an idea for a story you want us to tell? Leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and we'll put it in front of our Podcast Homeowners Association to see if we're allowed to make it sometime in the future. And I'm not repainting my fence. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time. Hold up. 